0: So this morning, we hear from the prophet Jeremiah. We hear these beautiful images, and kids, you're right, I'm gonna talk about those roots in just a little bit. But to help us truly get a solid understanding of what in the world is going on in Jeremiah, especially in our passage, let's remember a little bit about this prophet. Jeremiah was a very powerful prophet. I would say kind of like a fire and brimstone prophet at times. God had touched his lips and he was given a word that he had to proclaim. Didn't always want to proclaim it, but it was like a fire burning within him and he had to proclaim it. Jeremiah proclaimed God's will and God's desires to God's people and to five different kings in the land of Judah Jeremiah was given a word to tell God's people and they didn't always listen Jeremiah reminds us and scholars tell us that when God's people were walking in the wilderness They were being faithful, sometimes I grumbled, this is true, but they were faithful to the Lord. It was when they got into the promised land that things began to fall apart. When they entered into the promised land, when they began to have space, they began to follow and make treaties and alliances with other nations, and God said, no, I don't want you to do that. And they began to follow, and worship those false gods, those idols that belong to the other nations. And God said, I don't want you to do that. That's not life-giving. God, through the prophet, especially the prophet Jeremiah, God told them, I need you to return to me, to God. Return and follow and live a life within the life-giving law. God's people had become rebellious, had developed bad habits, were behaving horribly to one another, to other nations, and with God. And Jeremiah stepped up, like I said, sometimes he didn't even want to, and he was warning them, you need to change your ways, you need to return to the Lord your God again and again. And God's people didn't listen. And Jeremiah says, you need to return to the Lord your God. You need to return to the law. You need to change your ways or you're gonna suffer the consequences of your choice of behavior. And then we hear from this passage This passage from Jeremiah that has such echoes of Psalm 1. And Jeremiah in his fashion gives us a strong contrast. We heard it. Jeremiah says to those who have been trusting in their own ways, those who have been trusting in their own plans, worshiping false idols, not following God's life-giving law, Jeremiah paints this picture, and you see it in the screen before you. Jeremiah says, they shall be like a shrub in the desert. They shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land, dry and hot. Consequences of their choices. But then we get this contrasting view. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when he comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious. It does not cease to bear fruit. With these contrasting images before us, let us now remember that as Nebraskans, we are in the middle of the growing season. And here at Sheridan, we are in the middle of a sermon series with that same nave on growing and growing in faith. This morning we especially look at Growing our roots. Blessed are those whose trust is in the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out roots by the stream. Those roots provide nourishment and strength for the entire plant. Weeds, you and I know it, those weeds go, those roots go deep and sometimes out and it is hard to pull them out of the ground. Those roots go deep and provide nourishment and strength. Sustainable growth happens with healthy roots. Even during the heat, and drought that we are experiencing in Nebraska, and oh, it pains us to see throughout our nation, those plants with deep roots survive and thrive. When I was in middle school, my uncle's would come on over to my house. They lived in a a town called Hutchinson, which was about an hour or so outside of the cities. And they were farmers. And they would come and over the course of the meal and as we sat around the table, my dad who had grown up on a farm in South Dakota, oftentimes the conversation would then naturally just shift towards farming. Just happened. And I remember so clearly that it was one time that my uncles had come and they were telling about their corn, their crop. When they had planted it in the spring, the soil was good. It had moisture, it had nutrients. It was one of those great planting seasons. And then as the plant began to grow, as those roots began to grow, a dry spell happened. No moisture for weeks. And I remember so clearly, my uncle said, it's been amazing to watch as the roots grow deep. Because as the moisture evaporated out to the levels, those roots on the corn went deep and then deeper deeper. And even though the corn stalk above the ground was that sickly yellow that happens from dryness, my uncles could tell immediately when those roots had hit deeper moisture. Because that corn stalk went from that sickly yellow to the rich, vibrant green. All because those roots went deep. This morning, as we reflect on our own faith journeys, as we reflect on our own trust in our living Lord, let me ask, how are your roots? How are your spiritual roots feeling? Are they feeling dry or are they feeling nourished? We are given such a strong image from Jeremiah. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and sink their roots deep in faith and trust. There is a popular writer, I'm sure many of you have read him, Max Locato. And in his book, Come Thirsty, He has symptoms that I wanna share with you that are indicators that our roots might be dry. He says desperate hearts, and I will add desperate roots, send desperate messages, snarling tempers, waves of worry, and I like this one, growling mastodons of guilt and fear. But then he goes on. Dehydrated roots share these symptoms of hopelessness, sleeplessness, loneliness, resentment, irritability, insecurity. Symptoms that our roots may be dry and in need of nourishment. Now the prophet Jeremiah with fire and brimstone, also had a small book of hope. And this is what he wrote in that, because we need to hear it when our roots are dry. Although God was grieving over the hurt his people were causing him, God was working towards transforming people's inner lives and drawing them and calling them back into his merciful and forgiving arms. What an image. Mercy and forgiveness poured upon us. Mercy and forgiveness going down to our roots. It's beautiful. We hear of dryness, we hear of the symptoms, but God doesn't stop there. God didn't stop there with God's people in the time of Jeremiah, God doesn't stop there with you and I. God calls us back, arms wide open. Come, mercy and forgiveness, grace poured down upon us. I wanna share one more story And again, this is um, with my dad. He planted an apple tree a couple years ago, a Honeycrisp apple tree. And even though when he first put it in the ground it was nothing more than a stick, it has grown. The last couple years, it's produced fruit. And this year it has grown even more, and my dad has done everything he can to help this tree continue to grow, continue to put down healthy roots, so that wonderful fruit can be picked in a few months. And then you may or may not know, but Minnesota's had terrible heat and drought. So my dad, every week, goes down to the well house and he has a a tank that holds about 300, 350 gallons of water. And he fills up this tank and he brings it and he puts it very close to this tree, to the apple tree. And he puts it on a slow drip so that it takes days for that water to slowly seep into the ground, into those roots of that tree. And what has happened? Oh, that tree is gorgeous. It is green and beautiful. And everything else around it is dry and yellow and brown. A slow drip of water and nourishment. I know there are times in our lives when we want our roots to be nourished. We want to grow and we want to grow right now. (laughs) It'd Be great to just open up a bit of scripture and point to it and read it and go, dude, I'm done. (laughs) Or press a button and be instantly, have that strong, awesome faith. That's not how it works. God promises to be with us each and every day And each and every day, God pours this daily stream of grace and mercy upon us. God has given us tools and disciplines to help us grow our roots, to help us nourish those roots so that you and I can become strong, so that when life happens, our spiritual roots are sunk deep into our gracious God. And our faith is vibrant and growing. One of our Lutheran theologians, Mark Allen Powell, has given us a mnemonic. When he was here in, in Nebraska Synod, he gave us a mnemonic of a few tools that help us to grow our roots and grow our faith. And you see it before you now. The mnemonic to help us grow our roots, to grow in faith is the word grow. I love that because I can remember that. So what are these tools that God has given us? What are these tools of discipline that help us with the daily, small, incremental nourishment and water? Well, the first one, that G, is giving. The number one way we help our roots, the number one way we grow in faith is through giving back to the Lord. Ah, what a joy to grow in trust and faith. By returning back to God, what is God's? A portion of it. The R stands for reading the Bible. Many of us take a a daily vitamin. Many of us give our children a daily vitamin, just a little bit every day. Think of reading the Bible as our spiritual vitamin. Every day, we strengthen our roots and grow our faith. There are so many beautiful apps out there. I receive a Bible verse every morning. It's a great way to start the day. Use them. The O stands for offering prayer. God stands there with his arms wide open, grace and mercy right there, and says, come and let's talk just as we develop and grow our friendships through conversations, through time. What a blessing that we get to grow in faith and trust in our Lord God through the gift of prayer. Bringing it all to our God and trusting in that grace and mercy. And the last one you guys are doing, online or in the house, is worshiping. That's where we grow our community because we can't do it alone is where we are received the word and the table, Ah, oh, how oh good. Let us use these tools and so many more to grow our roots, to help them become nourished and soaked in those baptismal waters so we can get rid of those symptoms of dryness. Let us grow our roots so that we can be like those words in jeremiah so that we can know firsthand jeremiah's promise hear it again blessed are those who trust in the lord whose trust is the lord they shall be like a tree planted by water sending out roots by the stream It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. This is a gift, a gift given to us by our gracious and living God. Let's grow our roots. Amen.